Hi everyone, welcome to another powerful conversation. I have the wonderful Sarah Banks joining me today and I hope you're going to enjoy our conversation. So hi Sarah, lovely to see you again. Hi Claire, thank you for inviting me to come and chat with you today. No, my pleasure. We, we met like was it about a month or so ago um, on LinkedIn and had a really good chat and felt that it would be really good to have a, a conversation with you because I think what you offer um, is something that the the women I want to help grow their businesses um, would really benefit from as well. Um, so I don't know if you want to just start by saying, telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so hi everybody. So I've had my business for about eight years now. I started out as a very general virtual assistant because I didn't really know what I was going to do and what I was going to offer. And then I quickly realised that um, and I generally work with women in business, not solely, there's a few men around, but mostly with women that the women I was working with were really struggling with tech in their business. So online courses, websites, email marketing, just even online booking systems, just getting these things set up and configured was a real challenge for them. And they just needed somebody that could come in, help them do it, possibly give them some training on it as well, so they'd be able to just go with it afterwards um, and just talk sense to them in a really simple, basic way that they could understand. Because what yeah. I've found is that a lot of people working on that tech side, there's a lot of jargon. They yeah. complicate things a little bit. So I come in and try to simplify it for them so they can understand it um, and offer different ways of working with them as well. So I can come in and do everything or I can kind of sit and work through it with them, kind yeah. of like supported setup of things as well. Um, so it's kind of different ways. So that I think it's really important as a business owner that you're empowered to be able to do things yourself and you understand yeah. it. You may not always have time to, but just to try and make sure that you've always got the ability to do things. Yeah. And I think that really, really resonates with me. I mean, I, I thank myself or find myself lucky that I'm a bit of a technophile stroke geek. So I'm quite willing to throw myself in something and see what happens. But there's so many people around me that are just unwilling and they're almost paralyzed by the fear of it so they just don't do it they just keep putting it on the back burner um and I used to do some work in in customer experience as well like trans getting you were talking about using the jargon and I think quite often there is too much jargon and the processes are too complicated um and just having somebody that can simplify it talk about it in basic language doesn't need to be complicated and make it simple I mean, shouldn't everybody be doing that, really? Well, yeah, absolutely. But I think there's lots of buzzwords out there at the moment. I mean, one I find a lot is funnels. And a lot of people go, yeah. well, what's a funnel? What is it? I don't know what it is. I don't <laughs> understand it. And I'm like, well, it's just basically a way of engaging somebody with you via emails, or it might be like a webinar or something you've done, with the end goal of being some spare product. So it's yeah. not actually anything complicated. It's just a series yeah. of engagements with somebody. But as soon as you say funnels, people start to panic because they think it's got to yeah. be this like amazingly wonderful, clever thing. But it yeah. really isn't at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, not uh, the same funnel doesn't work for everybody either. So people can come and sell you like this amazing funnel and you actually just need a very simple process with a few steps in it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't think there should be these cookie cutter approaches because they don't work for everybody. And you know your business and your audience best. And even if you're new to business, it's about trial and error. It's not about saying, well, I'm going to take this package and this is going to give me exactly what I need because yeah. I can pretty much guarantee you that it won't. Yeah, yeah. 
So what what was it like when you decided that you were going to go it alone and start up this this business? It was scary. I had a toddler at home that I was still feeding as well at the time who wow. refused the bottle completely. So I'd got that going on. Um, I've got um, my eldest did not long started school and I'd kind of gone back to work. God, this just does not work for us at all. Yeah. And I was like, I've got to do something different. Um, so started looking into this. Somebody had mentioned to me that they got their own business and would love to have someone to help them, um, although they weren't sure how that would look. So I just started doing a bit of research. Okay, what do I need to do to start a business? Um, and it's pretty simple, really. If you go down as a sole trader, you need to think about having processes in place and contracts. And nowadays, you have to think about GDPR because that's a, a massive one. Finances, how are you going to fund it? What's it going to cost you to run your business? Stuff like that. And then it was like, well, now I've got to go and find clients. So how the hell do I do that? Um, and I kind of like with, with t- was talking to people I knew that had got businesses. And I picked up my first client was actually my hypnobirthing teacher. She was my very first client that I signed with. Um, and I remember starting with her three months before I left my job. So I was juggling that around my days off work and my toddler yeah. at home, which was always fun. I remember like sitting well, my toddler asleep on my knee trying to answer emails and stuff so I was yeah, like just yeah. absolutely crazy and I don't think I really had any idea at that point as to what I wanted from the business all I wanted knew I wanted was to be able to have a better balance for family life because it just yeah. hadn't worked me going back to work but I didn't kind of have any clear goals I never wrote a business plan I still haven't written a business plan because I'm like do you know what what will be will be yeah. it's working for me now and that's fine. I don't need a formal piece of paper to yeah. tell me what I need to do in my business because I kind of just know and I work a lot on my intuition. Um, yeah. But yeah, and very quickly, though, um, replaced my, I was part-time, replaced my part-time salary within six months and right. then surpassed it within a year. So it, you know, it just grew organically in my way um, yeah. and was, was good. But yeah, that, that kind of moment you hand your notice in at work is really scary. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, But yeah, it all worked out really well. So I just wanted to pick pick you up on that, the point about balance, because I think um, a lot of women in particular find it very hard to juggle this um, being a parent, being a partner, having a career. And I know that when I had an interior design business, I found the balance really hard and I didn't put the right boundaries in, in place. And it was probably one of the reasons why after seven years I was like I couldn't do it anymore because I just created too much stress in the way I'd done it and I now recognize that it doesn't have to be like that it is possible to have proper balance and be a great mum a great partner and a great businesswoman as well um what what do you what your tips and tricks around balance uh, it's really important. I've made mistakes along the way. Um, so one of my biggies was that in 2017, I deleted my emails off my phone. And that was one of the best things that I ever did because I was constantly, whenever I was with the kids or I was I see, yeah. at my husband, my phone would start pinging with emails from clients. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, I've got to check it. I've got to check it right now. And then I'd be distracted from where I was. So that was yeah. one of the really, really big ones for me was get your emails yeah. off my phone. And I say yeah. to everybody now, take your emails off your phone. Yeah. Because actually, if you don't respond to somebody immediately, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, yeah. there isn't anything really bad going to happen. If they need to contact yeah. you urgently, they'll phone you. Yeah. You know, and then you can yeah. choose whether or not you take that call. Um, yeah. You know, but, but that is really important. And 
I'm quite clear now on my brand, just communicating with people and saying, right, these are the hours that I work. This is when I'm available and you will yeah. not be able to get hold of me outside of these hours. Um, yeah. You know, and actually there's nothing urgent that's going to happen in that time. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you need to accept that whilst it might be urgent to you, unless yeah. literally, and I'm not a hosting provider, I would never provide hosting websites. But if your website goes down completely, then I can understand yeah. you might want to speak to me. But actually, ring your hosting provider because it's not the yeah. only thing I've done. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of just being really, really clear on communicating those boundaries and then saying, right, these are the hours I work and this is the time that I'm with family. Um, we travel a lot as a family. So most school holidays were away somewhere. Um, in the UK or abroad and I quite often will work while we're away because it allows us the extra holidays but again I'm quite strict about when I work so I'll get yeah. up early and work till about 10 o'clock we go out yeah. for the day and then once the kids are settled for the evening I work again in the evening yes yeah. so it's kind of just going right what works for us and our family yeah. um, and saying this is how I want to work and this is how I want it to be yeah yeah, exactly. And I think when you communicate it really clearly and people understand where you're coming from, it's it's also quite empowering for them because it inspires them to do the same thing and have have clear boundaries and understand it. Um, yeah. And I, I just it just takes a little bit of getting used to, doesn't it? It's the first time the first time you say it's hard, um, but little by little it gets easier and easier to do. And then it just is normal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing is as well, I've spoken to potential clients in the past that have said, no, I can't work that, like that. If you're not available till five o'clock every day, I can't work with you. And I've had to say, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not the right person for you. Go yeah. and talk to somebody else that is available at that time. But that's really hard to do, especially early on when you're yeah. kind of trying to go, I want to say yes to every single client. Yeah. Um, actually going, no, look, these are my boundaries and you can't encroach on those however yeah. much I need this client. It, it takes a lot to do it, but I think it's really important to do it because otherwise you set that precedent with people that you're willing to be flexible on your boundaries for them. And then yeah. I think they will then take the mickey out of you and just go, well, constantly wanting you to do more and more that's outside yeah. of what your set boundaries are and what your set routine is. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And it's clearly paying paying uh, dividends for you now anyway. So, so you've been in, in business for how long did you say, sorry? It's just over eight years now. Just over eight years. Wow. And so what, what's been the biggest challenge over, over those eight years? Oh, gosh, there's been quite a few challenges. But I think really the biggest thing for me has been a personal thing because I've suffered my mental health. Um, I had a breakdown when I was 19 and I spent a long time getting better from that and dealing with that. And then in 2020, I had another big breakdown. Um, so trying to navigate mental health issues mm. and running the business and keeping in communication with clients and being honest as well about when you're struggling has been really hard um, mm. you know so actually being vulnerable and sharing my story has been a big part of I think how I've built up the trust with people um, and where, yeah. I, where I get referrals because I'm very honest about it now but actually that first yeah. time that I stood up and said I suffer from anxiety which I did in before my big breakdown in 2020 and sometimes I struggle with things was really hard to do yeah. um, but being honest about that and sharing that and when I had my breakdown saying to my clients look I am still working but it's probably not going to be the usual standard I'll get people that come and help me you know I just need a few weeks just to get back to yeah. me again um was scary and hard but I'm really lucky that the people around me have been brilliant all my clients have been really really understanding and mm. I think as I said in some ways actually being honest about that has really helped 
because people yeah. see that, you know, I am just human at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think it's so important that people are open and honest about their mental health. It helps reduce the stigma around it. It's we all have periods when, you know, we have peaks and troughs and, and when when things are difficult. But um, yeah, a problem shared is a problem halved as well, isn't it? Being be it's a sharing it is a gift to somebody else. Um, it's a, sharing with them an experience that will, will help them learn something as well yeah um, definitely and I've had people come to me and say this has really inspired me because we see your business and we think you're doing amazing we'd never ever have known that you had any sort of mental health problems at all um, and yeah. the fact that you shared it has inspired us that we can actually be successful as well yeah yeah so do you do you find that there are any sort of particular um I don't know fears or beliefs you have about yourself that are just constantly there that you that maybe hold you back or have you just got really good at just pushing through it I think I push through it quite a lot now things like this terrify me I hate speaking like this particularly online um I find yeah. it easier in person but being online I kind of find really difficult and I've just had to go right I'm going to do this so I'll do some breathing exercise beforehand which I did today and just to calm myself and say, I've got to do this because this is all part of building those relationships and connections that I, I want and need in my business. Um, yeah. So that's been really difficult. Um, and sometimes just going out to a new place and meeting somebody new can be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. so it's all about really planning and preparing for that and, and being honest and saying, I might turn up and I might be a bit of a wreck, especially if I <laughs> like, had a bad morning yeah. or something. But yeah. you know, yeah. I'll be there and I'll be, be focused on what I need to be focused on. But I think one thing that's really important to me is to step out of my comfort zone as much as I can. Yeah. So, you know, pushing myself all the time to do new things um yeah and then do these sorts of things that, that scare me as well yeah I mean that's like massively inspirational and I hope everybody that watches it feels that as well because you would not know that you're nervous doing <laughs> doing it at all um and it's I will admit it's not my favorite thing in the world to do either but at the same time once you've done it a few times it's really not as bad as as you think it's going to be you kind of it's easy to make up a story about what it's actually going to be like. But when you, when you can take a step back and breathe and center yourself and say, well, what's the worst that can happen? It never is. I mean, there is no worst that can happen from just having a conversation. Is there? No, exactly. You know, it is just, I've seen my head today. It's like, well, I'm just having a chat with Claire. Yeah. You know, and ignore that's what that it feels like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which, which is what I want these conversations to be is for them to feel very authentic and natural and unscripted. And yeah, because it's just easier for everybody and more enjoyable, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so what accomplishment are you most proud of in the, well, it doesn't even have to be professionally. It could be personally as well. So, um, there's probably a few things that are up there. So one would be finishing my degree because I went to uni and had my first month's breakdown at 19 and had to leave uni. So I finished my degree through Open University alongside working full time um, and graduated a week after I found out I was pregnant with my eldest daughter. So that was that was amazing, <laughs> you know, to actually get there and do yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then having my girls, I think, is one of my biggest accomplishments in life. You know, there was always a fear in me that I'd never have children. It was irrational. Yeah. It didn't come from anywhere yeah. logical, but I always yeah. wanted to be a mum. And I always thought I wouldn't be. So having them has been amazing and watching them grow and develop. Um, yeah. And just and just having my own business, just having yeah. created this from nothing 
you know, to what was me sat at my dining table with a really old, very slow laptop back in 2014 <laughs> to sit in here now. Um, yeah. And I've literally, I've just bought a new MacBook Pro, which is sat at home today. It's not with me today because it's not yet set up and working. But, yeah. you know, give a, yeah. this really old laptop had that was dead slow. And now I've just bought a brand new laptop and I've earned yeah. all the money to buy that myself. That yeah. makes me really proud of myself and what I've done and built up. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, I've just seen there's a comment from uh, my friend Tina. She has two daughters as well. And I she had in a conversation recently, she said that her two daughters were her, her biggest uh, accomplishment. And I have two daughters and I would say as well, I mean, just awesome having having two daughters is just like couldn't ask for anything more. They're just a constant lesson for me they teach me loads um hopefully I teach them from time to time as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. great and I know that my youngest is nine and like if she knows that I'm struggling with my anxiety she just says the most profound things that you just wouldn't expect a nine-year-old to say but she'll just come out with something and I'll be like oh my gosh this is just amazing <laughs> and I think you know yeah. I worry sometimes that they've seen me go through a mental breakdown it's going to really affect them badly but then I look at the things that they've learned from it and think no actually exactly, what they've yeah. seen is mummy hit bot bottom but build yeah. yourself up and continue to run a business and continue to be there for us yeah. all of that um yeah you know so it's yeah I'm really proud of that I'm proud of them yeah I mean and that's like what a great role model to have um and to show them what true resilience is is really about um I mean I just think that's yeah I mean again really really inspirational um for for them and for everybody else to hear that as well um yeah and I mean I I think yeah I know that kids today have lots of challenges and there's lots of um anxiety that comes with social media and keeping up with 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 all their friends and everything but sometimes I just think the yeah the the level of empathy and understanding that they can have for other people is just mind-blowing I don't remember being like that when I was their age no no I totally agree with you they they seem to just get these things more naturally and maybe it is just because they've they've got all these messages coming in at them that maybe they're bombarded with sometimes through social media and the internet but I think actually it's teaching them something as well yeah my my daughter listens to I can't remember the name of the person I probably should remember but somebody um She's kind of a, a an inspirational, motivational person in her twenties. I think she might be a model, someone from Australia. I probably should know the name. But I listened to one of her podcasts with my daughter just to see what it was what, what it was all about. And I was like, actually, there's some really solid messages in here. And if you're listening to that, then I'm really happy that somebody that is that you see as somebody to look up to and is inspirational is passing those messages on, and they're coming through to you then that's great because you don't always want to listen to me um (laughs) you know I'm not why would you why would they at times that of course they do but they need to have people that they can look up to as well so there are definitely pluses to all of that as well yeah yeah um what would if you had to give your 16 year old self a piece of advice what would you give Oh, gosh. Um, I think I'd say to her that what you're feeling right now is going to pass, that life is going to be amazing for you. But right now I know you're struggling and that's okay. Um, 
there's, there was something that happened when I was 16 that I'm thinking obviously that I'm okay. just not for this conversation really yeah. um you know and just say to her look you've got amazing people around you your best friend Laura is she's going to be there by your side forever she's just absolutely wonderful and you've got so much going for you that what's happened doesn't matter the future is going to be fantastic oh that's beautiful it's made me feel a little bit <laughs> a little bit touched that has but I'm very easily very easily touched as well, which can be a little embarrassing but <laughs> yeah no that's that's um that's lovely really lovely and do you have like a a motto or an inspirational quote or something that you live by that inspires you every day to keep on being the big thing for me is that success is what you want it to be and that's what motivates me every day is my version of success which for me it's not about hitting the six figures in my business which is something I see banded around everywhere at the moment yeah for me it's about having the money I need for the lifestyle that I want it's about being there for my girls every day to give them the opportunities that they want and yeah. to be able to travel and enjoy life. So about flexibility, being happy, um, you know, and that it, that is what success is for me and that everybody's yeah. version of success is personal to them. And, you know, we, we judge people, don't we, based on what car they've got or what yeah. house they're living in and how much money they've got. And we really shouldn't because actually we should judge them by how happy they are and how fulfilled yeah. in life they are because that's way more important than any amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And that sort of was um, a huge feeling I had when I went on my 10 day retreat, um, how happy and content and fulfilled you can be really having nothing living. I mean, I'm, I don't definitely wouldn't want to live as a nun, but you can, <laughs> I can totally see how just like having a very simple life without all of the complication that goes around it is um yeah just so freeing and liberating and um it just gets rid of so much stress and anxiety that we cause ourselves by constantly comparing ourselves to other people and and striving for something that is completely unobtainable or you know non-existent yeah and actually you know most of what we've got we don't need we went traveling in 2018 for three months and we traveled with two big suitcases and four backpacks and that was it and during yeah. those three months, there was not a single time where I thought, oh, I really want X, Y, Z from home. Yeah. You know, six weeks of it was spent in a motorhome just driving around New Zealand. And yes, wow. four of us in a motorhome caused some arguments at times. But actually, <laughs> yeah. we didn't really need any more than what we had. No. With us at that point. And I think if it was up to me, I'd just go back. I'd just go, let's just sell everything. Let's just buy yeah. a motorhome and let's just live in it. Because actually, we've yeah. got a house that we're just filling with possessions that just sit yeah. down on shelves untouched yeah that's quite poignant at this time of year when everybody's rushing out buying goodness knows what for for Christmas filling stockings and children receiving things that just sit untouched and unplayed with and yeah it's yeah. quite a tough time for for that it makes it hurts hurts to see it yeah it does and I think experiences are worth so much more than yeah money spent on gifts you know we try to always buy experiences as well you know it might yeah. be something really special when we're going on holiday that they have a voucher for on Christmas day rather than yeah. a big, big pile of presents because yeah. as you say they just get too much and it's overwhelming for children as well isn't it to have yeah, all that. And, and as adults you know we don't need all the things that we get at Christmas that people will go and buy or we don't no. need to be spending all that money on people I think spending no. time with people 
it's yeah. way more important. Yeah. I did the experiences thing one Christmas, but probably took it slightly to the extreme where there were so many experiences we had to book over the course of the year that that caused me stress because it's like I can't fit them all in amongst everything else. So it's like, oh, that's just like, that was too extreme. Yeah. Um, asking everybody to give experiences. So, yeah. Yeah, you've got to get a balance. You've got to get the right balance. But yeah, um, and having having daughters with birthdays in December doesn't help because it means that everything everything just all comes at once and it's just it's so overwhelming for them it's yeah I'm with you on that my eldest birthday is the 27th so one day after mine yeah yeah, Christmas and birthday in one and my youngest birthday is February as well so really this time of year is just everything and then the rest of the year there's there's nothing not that there is nothing yeah yeah no we have one family friend who buys them um actually sends them money for my husband's birthday which is in July so that kind of spreads nice. that out a little bit um but gosh yeah it's not not good having December birthdays but what can you do no. you don't choose no. when you have them do you so no, no, with right. it. I remember someone so. said to me that was really bad planning I said well it wasn't planned that yeah. way <laughs> no exactly happened. yeah and it's like two two in December as well it's like it's yeah. like well that's just what happened yeah yeah, yeah. oh well um yeah perfect so tell me where you see your your business sort of going over the next 10 to 5 uh, 5 to 10 years what what sort of plans do you have okay i don't have any major plans <laughs> i don't have a business plan <laughs> do i um, but kind of like my overall vision for what i want is to have provided clarity and empowerment to over a thousand women um that's what i would really like to have done by that point um i think i've worked with about 200 now so I'm well on my way to getting there. Um, yeah. I really want to do more collaborations with people, things like this, to go out and yeah. share my story and inspire people. Yeah. And making sure that my business continues to complement my family life. And yeah. the plan is that um, in about 10 years' time is to go and drive the Silk Road with my husband. So wow. we're going to get a land cruiser and go and drive it. So I want to make sure my business is in a position that I can just, well, I can just take it on the road now, but, you know, yeah. take yeah, it yeah. on the road with him go off and spend a year just driving and exploring and having fun I love it I love it can I come (laughs) (laughs) my nine-year-old keeps saying to me you're not gonna leave me at home are you and I'm like well you'll be at uni you'll be at uni you'll be settled doing what you're doing and we're going off to do something for us (laughs) yeah Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I look for, I don't, I don't look forward to the girls leaving home, obviously, but, um, yeah, to be able to go and have that, that freedom of not being tied to, to school terms and that sort of thing, I really look forward to being able to go and explore again because I just love travelling and, yeah, it's great. It's great, great. Yeah, definitely. brilliant. So, um, I, I will put your all your links and things in the in the notes or in the comments but um how can people reach you if they are interested in getting in touch with you so you'll find me sarah banks on linkedin um it's banksbusinesssolutions.co.uk the web address and when i set that up i didn't think about all the s's because there's a lot of s's in the middle of that um, and then i think it's at banks business solutions on facebook and twitter something like that um yeah i should know these handles shouldn't I? and i'm also on youtube as well i've got a youtube channel as well but if you find my website all the links from the socials are on yeah. there as well yeah anyone that's pretty uh proficient in uh just using google will they'll then be able to find you anyway with all yeah, those keywords yeah, just google banks business yeah. solutions and you'll find me wonderful 
Well, I have really, really, really enjoyed talking to you, Sarah. And thank you for being so open and authentic. I hope people appreciate that. And I feel like it's been a really good chat. So hopefully other people will have enjoyed it as well. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to come on, Claire. It's been great. And I, yeah, I hope that people have found it inspiring and useful for them. Good. Wonderful. Um, I will see you and talk to you again soon. Have a wonderful Christmas. Bye. Bye.